Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to the Celebrate Cultivate podcast. I am your host, Kayleen Elise Seuss, and this is episode 149. The month of May is coming to a close, and I want to take a little bit of time to just talk about everything that has transpired this month, how I'm feeling, some key moments that have come to the surface, and also just this idea of giving yourself a getaway in a way that feels good and right for you. So I recently had a getaway with my really good friend, Christy, and it was such a fulfilling, nourishing, fun, silly time with her. And it really, in coming back to like my everyday life, it really makes me think about how important those kind of moments are, especially in the busy seasons of your life. So this month, May has been so full, way more full than I could have imagined. We're, of course, doing magical May, but beyond that, I have so many things that have been happening in the family and obligations with the kids' schools and wrapping up the school year. And I've heard from a lot of my friends and clients who have school age children that this is kind of the norm. And I have a first grader and then a child in pre-K. So I'm very much still kind of getting into all of this and we don't have that many extracurricular engagements or anything. So I'm just kind of like scratching the surface in this realm of, of school, but it is a busy month for sure. It just, there's no way around it. And I do believe that our words have power and that by calling busy out and saying that I'm busy, then it's just fostering more busyness. So I definitely want to acknowledge the truth, but also really focus on all of the the goodness and the spaciousness in this month as well. I have had two weeks this month where my husband was traveling for work. One of those weeks, my dad was actually in town visiting. So that was really fun and just a nice break from our normal routine. And then, like I said, my friend Christy, she came to visit Austin and we were together for a few days in a hotel downtown that was so nice. And we had a lot of moments to connect and unwind and relax. And I'll tell you all about that soon. And then my husband's mom is coming in town at the end of this month, later this week, actually, um, to be here when the kids are having their last days of school and everything. So it's a really fun, full month. And I think it's important to just kind of when you're going through those those seasons where there's something on your calendar every day or multiple things on your calendar every day to pause and give yourself time to connect to yourself. It can be literally one minute of just easy, gentle breathing. It can be scheduling an inner voice session with a facilitator like me to 
get into your awareness and really hear from your inner voice. I had a session with a client last week and it was so transformative for her. She and I have been friends for a really long time. She knows about listening to intuition and has done some of this work on her own. But when she really got in there and did a session with me, it was much different in terms of the clarity and the love and understanding that she was able to feel from her inner being. And, you know, she's a, she's a mom. She's got two kids. She's got creative interests. She has a lot on her plate that she's juggling. And just to have an hour, one hour to breathe deep and listen to herself. She said at the end of the call that, she was like, you know, this isn't really therapy. And I was like, yeah, absolutely not. Like I'm not a trained therapist. I never claimed to be one. And she was like, but it was kind of like me giving therapy to myself. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly it. Like the whole reason why I love what I do and why I love to share it with my clients and this community is because it is so different to get advice and wisdom from yourself, from your inner voice than it is to read it in a book or hear someone else teach it. Of course, I teach, you know, I'm here right now sharing about the idea of giving yourself a getaway and why that's really key and important to to finding fulfillment and, and feeling at peace in your life. But that's really only going to be transformational for you if you are guided from your intuition to have a getaway. And so my words are just an extra bonus to kind of help soothe the mind and see, oh yeah, other people are doing these things that my intuition is telling me to do or that I feel guided to do. And it's not weird and it's not bad and, and I'll be okay if I, if I trust myself. Like that's why these words are important. But they are not to teach your inner voice anything. They're not to teach your intuition anything. They are to support your mind and your emotions as you listen to your inner voice. So just a little tangent, (laughs) just a little tidbit to share with you on that. So in the month of May, we've already talked about self-mothering and Mother's Day. I haven't shared how my Mother's Day went. It was lovely. It was a little bit different than, you know, what my mind had planned. But a few of the highlights were that I took myself to the plant shop and I bought a few plants to replace dead plants and or dead or struggling plants in my house, which... I am a relatively new plant owner. So I got my first round of plants at the beginning of COVID in March of 2020. And so since then, as time has passed, some have thrived and others have not. And it's been really fun and interesting and also difficult to see how, you know, I'm treating all of these plants the same. Obviously, some of them like the conditions of my home and when they're placed and some of them do not. And so some of the plants just struggle. And my mind has told me like, oh, you have to keep these and like try to bring them back and try to to support them and move them. And all of that is true. But at a certain point, like I've had many uh, people who are more expert at plant 
life than me say like, yeah, but sometimes plants just die. And, or if it's not giving you joy, then it's okay to get rid of it. It's okay to compost it or give it to a friend or whatever. And it's so funny because of course, that's the advice that I would give to somebody else. But when it comes to myself, it took some time to get there. And I had just texted one of my really good friends, a picture of an Audrey ficus that we had in our living room. And I was like, this thing's dying, isn't it? Like it's, it's dead. It's gone. I need to get a new one. Don't I? And she was like, oh no, like you should give it another, another summer or another year and and see how it does. Give it some fertilizer, blah, blah, blah. And this is a perfect example of asking for advice when you really don't want it, (laughs) when you already know what you want to do. But to be fair, the friend I asked is really much, much more expert at raising and keeping plants alive than I am. So I was like, okay. But then the next day it was Mother's Day and I went to Pilates class, which was so nice. The name of the class is self-care, the one that I go to at 1230. So that always feels really like good and aligned and luxurious. And then I went to the plant shop. And I had empty pots, like pots of plants that had died, but that I wanted to replace or refill. So I had those in my car. But before I brought them in, I was like, well, I'm just going to go like on a little scouting mission to go look and see what plants they have available to see if I even want to bring my pots in because it was like kind of heavy to carry. And I walked in and the first plant I saw was this beautiful, thriving, tall, full, luscious Audrey ficus. And I asked the owner of the shop, like, oh, is that an, what is that? She was like, oh, it's an Audrey ficus. And I was like, yeah, let me show you a picture of mine. (laughs) I was like, what's going on here? And she was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I definitely know I had overwatered it at one point. The soil wasn't draining properly. And so she gave me some advice on how to prevent that if I, I were to purchase this one. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely taking that home. Like it's it's beautiful. It fills out that space. It's exactly what I wanted and I'm not getting with this current plan. And the price was really good too. Like it was less than I was expecting it to be. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely gonna buy that one. And then I went back and got my pots, brought them in. And we, the owner and I walked around and I showed her the pictures of the places that I was filling, the ones that I was replacing. And then I got like four more plants to fill in those pots. And it was like such a fun quick, like it was super efficient. It was like a 45 minute, you know, trip, like in and out, like so, so good. But while I was there, as I was wrapping up, my husband's texting me. He's like, you got to come home quick. Our oldest was throwing up (laughs) on Mother's Day. And my plant, my vibey trip to the plant shop is getting interrupted by vomit text messages from my husband. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'm coming. I load, I load up the car. I've got my tree like in the front seat. There's like leaves everywhere because it's pretty big. And I, I rushed home and got my plants inside and then took over. I'm usually the one who, I mean, my husband can handle sick kids for sure, but I'm usually the one that's like the the soother, nurturer, snuggler when, when kids aren't feeling good. So I like, you know, was taking care of my son. He was done throwing up, which was great. And I was kind of like debriefing with him, like finding out like what was wrong? How was he feeling? He didn't have a fever or maybe he did. I don't know. Details don't matter. But I was like, did you, did you make it to the toilet? Did you throw up in the toilet? And he was like, yeah. 
And he was like super proud of himself. <laughs> I mean, he's a first grader. He's pretty little. He's only six. And I was like, buddy, that is like the, if you're going to, if you're going to throw up on Mother's Day, the best gift that you could have given me is to like make it to the toilet all by yourself. Like no one took him. He just knew he was going to throw up and he went through up and took care of it all by himself. I was like, that's amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Which I was like laughing. A, I had no idea I was going to share this on the podcast. And B, like, I was just like so delighted that he's like turning into this person where, I mean, as a six-year-old, there's a lot of things that he can do on his own, but then there's still a lot of stuff that he needs our help with. And it was just like, wow, I've reached this new level of parenting. <laughs> We're like, this isn't a huge, disgusting, catastrophic mess where we have to do lots and lots of laundry. And I mean, if you have little kids, you know, it can be, you always get through it, but it can be kind of messy when kids have a stomach issue. So anyways, that was a highlight of my mother's day, which I never, ever thought would ever possibly be a highlight. And overall, it was just like a really fun, good aligning day. And even that moment or that instance of like him being sick, it just kind of showed me how even amongst the chaos and the not so fun pieces of, of everyday life that there's always, you know, good to see as well. It doesn't negate or like take away from the fact that he was sick and that was kind of a bummer. And then he had to stay home from school the next day and all, all that stuff. But it did. It was like, okay, but there's still like a glimmer of good, which in this case meant that his vomit ended up in the toilet and didn't make a huge mess, which is quite the glimmer, <laughs> you know? So that was my mother's day. And then, like I said, my husband's been traveling more for work this month. And so that's been both challenging and really good. He and I have a very much a divide and conquer kind of style when it comes to the morning routine. He takes the downstairs. So he cooks breakfast for everybody. He helps get backpacks ready and that sort of thing, get the lunches ready. And then I take the upstairs. So I'm waking the kids up, getting them dressed, getting their teeth brushed, getting their hair styled and um, getting the baby up um, when when they've woken the baby. Because usually the baby sleeps in through a lot of the morning routine, but lately, not so much. So anyways, we have this like kind of, we have our own tasks that we each manage for the morning, getting three kids ready for the day. And when he's gone or when I'm gone, then the other person has to do all of it. And the absence of the other person is definitely experienced. <laughs> but um, we discovered the first week that my husband was out of town, I was making breakfast tacos for my son and he loved them. And that's not breakfast. That's not the breakfast that dad makes. So it was like, oh, I could eat, he said, I could eat a breakfast taco every day, which just made me feel so like happy, you know? So got to, you know, get in the kitchen a little bit more, which is something I used to do all the time. And I don't do that much anymore. And also just got to, to experience like the fullness of our mornings and take the kids to school by myself, which is usually something my husband and I do together. And it definitely made me miss and appreciate his presence in our morning routines, especially. So that's always nice. You know, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. And in the last three years since COVID, we've had a an absolute lack of absence overall in totality. And so having little pieces and glimmers of absence is really welcome, even though, you know, it is a lot harder to have all of the responsibility on your shoulders for a few days. And then finally, I wanted to share about like the main piece of, of this episode, which is giving yourself the gift of, of getting away. And this is really inspired by the last week that 
that I had with my really good friend, Christy. So Christy is the kind of person who really loves a deal and will keep an eye on the flights. She lives in Annapolis and I live in Austin. And so she keeps an eye on the flights and whenever there's like a good deal on a flight, she'll sometimes book it without even like confirming with me. Like she has definitely been known to do that. Like she is very proactive and great at making sure that we have time in real life together to connect. And we talk on Marco Polo, which is a really cool app. If you're not using it to talk to your friends, you might want to check it out, especially if you have friends with little kids or that live out of state, because it does allow you to have this kind of ongoing conversation that you can fit into the nooks and crannies of your everyday life, which when there's time zones to contend with, or there's, you know, babies sleeping and that sort of thing, it can be hard to like find a time to actually call somebody on the phone. And Marco Polo just makes all that a lot easier. So anyways, we polo with each other all the time, every day, all, you know, it, like if we go a few days without poloing, it's like, whoa, what happened? Like, you know, who's sick or what happened? You know, it's like a, a very rare occurrence. So Anyways, she got in on Tuesday and our agenda, which is like such a vibe, so flowy. We had a really nice lunch and then we checked into our hotel and the hotel we stayed at, it was downtown Austin. It's called The Proper. Highly, highly recommend if you live in Austin or if you come to visit, The Proper is it's my favorite hotel in Austin right now. It has such amazing customer service and the vibe and the aesthetic is so beautiful. And every little detail was just made so wonderful. This this whole trip, the whole time we stayed there, I mean, there was not a moment where we weren't enjoying ourselves with the hotel. It was amazing. On Tuesday night, we went out to a really nice sushi dinner with some friends. And then we went to a flower workshop, a flower arranging workshop at a place here locally. And it's, you know, one of those things where it's not a necessary expense to go to a flower arranging workshop. But if you can find those kind of workshops or things to go to with friends, it really is just like a nice break from the everyday pace of things. And we learned a little bit about making just like your everyday flowers that you might buy at the grocery store, how to make those into a little bit of a prettier arrangement at home, which is definitely a skill that you can take with you. So that was super fun. And it was BYOB. So we had like a few bottles of wine at the table that uh, we had a group of friends that came with us. So we all shared. And then that kind of flowed into us deciding after the workshop to go to our other friend Lauren's house for a hangout in her hot tub. So totally not planned, but we just kind of trusted the flow of things and got to spend the night under the stars for a little bit and have some chat time with girls in the hot tub, which is so, so, so fun. And definitely something that like I did in college and, you know, after college, but haven't done in so many years. And it just felt really, really good. And then the beauty of getting away without kids is that, you know, maybe we did stay up a little too late. Maybe we did have a few extra drinks that we didn't need, but we got to sleep in the next morning and we had no agenda in the morning on Wednesday. It was just like, whatever happens, happens. We got room service. And then in the afternoon, we did have a little wellness Wednesday planned. And so we went to one of my favorite places for acupuncture, massage, cupping, facials. It's called The Road. And then they also have a sister business 
in the same building called Desert Canary. And so we went for our Wellness Wednesday to do a private Pilates class with my friend Kata. And then we did cupping and acupuncture. And they have a vitality booth that has red light therapy and oxygen and and salts therapy and all these things. And you go sit in a booth for like 20 minutes. I just listened to a podcast. It was so nice and relaxing. And it does like all these good things for your body. And you don't even have to lift a finger. You just sit and breathe. It's so nice. So that was our Wednesday. And then we just went back to the hotel and had dinner and drinks there. And so we didn't even, we didn't have to like get in Ubers or do anything. And it was just such a nourishing, relaxing, fun day. And then on Thursday, we went and had brunch with my friend Jordan and we went shopping, which was amazing. And then we had had such good conversation and we each, there was one place that we went to where we each bought bracelets and then we also all got the exact same book because it was like speaking to all of us, which is always just so fun to share with friends. And now that we know, like whenever we pick up that book, we're all like connected, you know, cosmically to the words in this book. And then we had massages in the afternoon and then another nice dinner out and then drinks. And then the next day was Friday, which is the day that we were checking out. And we did, we like hung out at the pool and just took it really easy, checked out and went straight to a Pilates class that I really love at this studio here in Austin called Navi. And then we went to lunch right after that. And then we returned to society. We had to go pick up my kids from school and we did bedtime that night because Christy didn't fly out till the next day. And my husband had been with the kids for a few days. So we did bedtime together, which was fun. And then we watched the Vanderpump Rules uh, re the final episode, not the reunion, because that hadn't come out yet. We watched that together on Bravo. And then we finished watching Eat, Pray, Love, which we had started at the hotel and, and finished watching that. And then the next day she left, she went back home. And on Saturday, we had our daughter's fifth birthday party that had been rescheduled from the week before because of weather. And that was a pool party, a mermaid theme pool party. And it was such a rude awakening from having this like vibey staycation, calm and no kids with Christy to then like full on hosting a birthday party. Um, I mean, I had been pretty prepared for it, but it just took, it takes a lot of work to host a birthday party. I don't know, maybe like 10 years from now, I'll have had so much practice doing it that I won't say that. But for now, it definitely requires a big lift for me to host a party. I'm not that experienced at it. We haven't had that many birthday parties. (laughs) So my overall takeaway from getting away and then diving back into life is that I want to hold on to some of those vacation vibes in my everyday life now. And the things that really kind of float to the surface when I look at that week with Christy was we had really good conversations about life, about motherhood, about work. I got some super great clarity on my business and what I want to bring to you in the next six months or so. And it was because we kind of like pressed pause on the daily chaos of our lives, right? Her her work, my business, our children, like schedules and all of that. And just were able to kind of talk and connect. And even when we were hanging out with my friends here in Austin, it kind of like dipped in and out of our week. Like those people all had to go back to their homes, right? They weren't staying at the hotel with us, but we had this kind of like vacation vibe that you can definitely cultivate in your everyday life. It's really just a matter of like how you feel when you go on vacation and the 
burdens of your daily existence kind of drop away. Like you don't think about laundry when you're on vacation because you can't do laundry, you know? Um, And so it's really just making that conscious effort to like, if you're out to dinner with friends or if you haven't scheduled time to, to go on a date with your partner, like it's that step one, right? Like finding a sitter, making the time, setting aside the budget, whatever it is, like finding the restaurant, giving yourself, you have to be proactive to make that stuff happen, right? Um, especially if you have the logistics to support needing that. You know, if, if you if you don't have kids um, or you don't have a lot of external obligations, maybe flowing to a dinner out is just really easy. I know that that is absolutely the case for me. Uh, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, like it was just like, oh, you want to go out to dinner? Well, of course, it took nothing to go out to dinner aside from the money and the time. Now it takes a lot more effort, but just like I said, with the birthday parties, like after you get it down, after you practice it, it's not as much effort because you've already got the sitters and your kids are acquainted and you know where your favorite restaurants are. And maybe you already know what you're going to order. And so then it's a matter of just like, ah, exhaling a little bit out the everyday chaos and then connecting to some of these other bigger topics that maybe you don't get to when you're usually talking about like your everyday existence. Is this making sense? So if you are feeling the call to give yourself a getaway, it can be an hour trip to the plant shop. That can be a getaway. Or it can be a week-long you know, girls trip with a friend or a group of friends. And there are different experiences, of course, but you can bring that same energy to each. And it sometimes does take months to plan kind of a bigger getaway. And it can take a lot of money and it can take asking for help. Like we, I booked our nanny for bedtime every night I was gone because I knew that that would make me being gone more relaxing for my husband, (laughs) you know, so she helped out with bedtime for a few days. These are things that, um, are of course a great privilege. And I'm so, so grateful that we are in a place that we can do that. But also it's something that you have to make the conscious choice to do. I definitely know that I have friends and peers who would be like, oh, I would never do that because it's so expensive or whatever. And it's not that they can't do it. It's just that they have those hurdles to kind of overcome. And so just look objectively at your life, where you are right now, what season of life you're in and ask your inner voice, ask your intuition, what would be most nourishing for me? What would be most supportive for me? And how can I make that happen? And then listen, listen, listen to what you feel guided to do, what choices feel good and right for you. And then follow the flow and really try hard not to get wrapped up in the logistics of how how things could go wrong. You know, there's that whole flip side mentality of like, okay, when you start to plan something, you have to like think of every contingency. And if it rains, this is what we're going to do. Or if da, 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 you know, if we don't like the menu, then we're going to do this. It's like, okay, yes, some of those things you can kind of leave up to chance. And when things go a different way, or you don't like how they're going, you can also just put a little bit more trust into your intuition and into the universe that they're going to flow in a way that's best and supportive for you. A good example of that is that while I was gone, I had this like intuitive nudge that I should cancel a trip that I had planned for this week. Today, when I'm recording right now, I was supposed to be driving to Oklahoma City to go visit my grandparents who just moved there last year. And we'd had this 
trip on the calendar for a while, but I didn't book a flight. I was going to drive there because it's like five hours and I didn't like the flight times they had. So I was like, okay, I'll just drive and get an audiobook or whatever. And while I was gone the last few days, I was like, you know, I just really don't think that I'm supposed to go to Oklahoma. We've got all of these school activities for the kids. My husband's already out of town. So our nanny was going to be watching the kids full time and staying the night here. And it was just like felt like too much, you know, at the time when I had it planned, it didn't feel like too much. But now as it was like coming down the pike, my body was telling me like, no, don't do it. It's too much. And my mind was thinking like, well, I don't want to disappoint my grandma, of course. Like that's, I want to see her. I'm like, would love to see her and we'll have such a fun time, but, and I don't want to hurt her feelings by canceling. And then my other thought was like, well, our nanny was like, she set aside the time and she was planning on staying here overnight for two nights. And like, I don't want to disappoint her by not doing that. But ultimately, like I just apologized to them as as kindly as I could without making like too many excuses or whatever. And just was like, I trust this feeling. I trust that I'm not supposed to go right now. And I trust that I will go again as soon as this calendar, you know, as soon as it makes sense. And so... I canceled it. And now like today's the day I was supposed to be going there. I'm a little under the weather. I've got a little bit of a scratchy throat. Like I don't feel a hundred percent. I've got a lot of stuff on my calendar and stuff for the school to do because it's like both of the kids last week of school. And there's like all these things that I was going to miss that I'm really excited to go do now. And so it's like, okay, this was the perfect choice. And I, I trusted that gut feeling and I'm not waffling on it. And I think that that is kind of where I am right now. Whereas before a few years ago, I would still get that gut feeling, but then I would him and I'd haw and I'd ask all these people and I'd try to get opinions and like, oh, well, what do you think? What Almost like trying to get somebody else to make the decision for me. And now I'm in a place of surrender and trust and believing. And I think that part of that is obviously the work that I do, but also going to that Abraham Hicks workshop last month that really kind of made things pivot for me in terms of like, I'm not in charge of the law of attraction. I'm not in charge of like every little domino and whether or not it flicks down and if it, you know, where it is on the the track, I'm only in charge of my energy and like how I feel. And I got to trust when I feel something. And I got that nudge of like, oh, you don't, you don't need to go to Oklahoma right now. You need to stay home. And I trusted it. And so we'll see how that unfolds, but I trust that it's all going to work out just fine. So if you can give yourself a getaway, when you do hold on to those vacation vibes, when you get like rudely thrown back into your everyday life, take note of like, what were the elements of that experience that you want to hold on to and how can you infuse them back into your everyday life and know that you can take a solo trip, you can go with friends. It does take time to plan these things and that can be part of the fun or the stress in it, depending on how you look at it and always, you know, give yourself the opportunity to ask for help. Imagine like, what would it be like if this all worked out perfectly the way that I imagine and then see what you can do to what actions and choices you can make in support of that vision and then release it, like give it up to the universe, give it up to your inner voice, your higher self, whatever you call it to, to help things fall into place for you. And just know that you're worth it. Your friendships are worth it. And if whether, again, whether it's a, a 
half an hour trip to the coffee shop, an hour long trip to the plant shop, or if you take a full week to unplug, whatever you do, you totally deserve it. And you don't have to have been through XYZ to earn that trip or earn that time away. Like just inherently by being yourself and by listening to your inner voice and doing what you feel guided to do, that's all you need. You don't need to earn it. So thank you so much as always for listening. This is what I want you to know. You are doing so well. You are guided on the path to your desires. So stay curious, watch for magic, keep listening to your intuition, play with trusting the beautiful wisdom you receive. And when you act, let inspiration flow through you, even in the smallest ways. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.